pleased to be joined by six-time Pro Bowl Dallas Cowboy offensive lineman Nate Newton. Nate, how you doing today? Boy, I, I, boy, this is a, this is a pleasure to hit a stretch, bringing it in and out of breaks. Boy, you don't graduate the stretch. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I said, I've done hit the big time, haven't I? I've cut, cut a fat hog in the rear end. We got it going on now. <laughs> I hear you, brother. That's good to hear your voice, man. Good to hear the rest of you fellas, too, man. Hey, Nate, let's, let's, let, let me ask you quickly. When you see all the injuries, when you hear about all the things that have gone on with this Dallas Cowboy offensive line, both tackles being down, playing guys that are free agent, rookie-type guys. You, you, you start the season that way. You lose, you lose your starting quarterback. You have to come back and play basically a quarterback uh, last week who were two weeks ago before the bye week in Pittsburgh who wouldn't even start the season on the roster. Nate, tell me – from your perspective as, as being an offensive lineman and knowing you, you played the guard position, you were a pro bowler in this league, when the guy next to you is a rookie free agent, tell me what that does to your mindset and how you go into that game. And you just have to be, be well prepared as a veteran. You know that, uh, Stretch, and you have to bring those young guys along, man. I, I wish that the Cowboys would have kind of elected to go the way uh, the Minnesota Vikings and Coach Sim went. Uh, he saw early when he had a couple of injuries, he just went to playing his young guys. And so he kind of gave up the first uh, five or six games before the bye, and he came out of that thing one and five. But now, since the bye, they're 3-0 and and coming, and coming in healthy and with uh, youth, and ex- youth mixed with a little bit of experience in the first part of the season, and they're much better for it. Now, the injuries, we, we can't never really account for all of those injuries uh, stretched, but, you know, we should have been defensively in a youth-type uh, movement anyway, and I'm, I'm glad we're at this point because okay. now it, it won't be nothing uh, thought about after the season. We got to go out and get some defensive players so we can so uh, we can help this uh, high-powered offense that we have once that get back healthy and, and ready to go. Right, talking with Nate Newton, six-time Pro Bowler of the Dallas Cowboys, and Nate, I I, I couldn't agree with you more. You've seen a defensive team that has gone from a, from a Rod Marinelli 4-3 scheme where they were hard up the field and they were Rushman, and, and, and I know your teammate Leon Lett is still coaching over there, yeah. and they were all about getting up the field and getting after the quarterback. Now they switched to a little bit more of a 3-4 scheme, and I say a little bit more because it's not always a 3-4 scheme, and I know you know this. They're playing a 4-2 nickel. They're doing some different things from a nickel perspective, but really it's a 3-4 scheme. Uh, from time to time having a defensive end with his hand up and a two-point instead of down and coming up the field. What have you seen defensively out of the Cowboy team that, uh, to you, causes you concern as you try to move forward here? Stretch, I'm being honest here, nothing at this point. If you were to ask me that two weeks ago, when we still had guys that did not want to be here and guys that did not want to play within this scheme, I had great concern because I thought uh, with the way Don Terry Poe was playing, the way Everson Griffin kind of lost interest in the game, I, I was concerned for our back end. We got uh, a youthful guy back there in our second-round pick, man, and he was getting it alive because we had no pressure up front. Uh, D-Law was kind of banged up. That's Demarcus Lawrence. He was kind of banged up. We wasn't getting no pressure. We weren't stopping no runs. 
we was laying our linebackers and, and safeties and corners. We were putting them in a bad spot, and, and, and that's too much. When when guys are breaking tackles at the line or guys are not filling their uh, gaps on the defensive line, that's too much pressure for any linebacker and safeties and corners to be dealing with where they're the leading tacklers after a game. So six weeks, uh, two, three weeks ago, I was very much concerned. Today, I feel good, man. Even though we don't have the uh, kid from Bama starting uh, right now because of injury, I still feel good. Yeah, and, and you're, you're right. I mean, they're going to they're gonna be missing Trayvon Diggs, and we've, we've been able to see how he can track the ball, the things that he can do. They're going to have to – it looks like a Wouzier is going to have to be yeah. pressed back into service there in that secondary. And I'm hoping, uh, like you said, I mean, they w- with the – with them being able to move Everson Griffin along, they cut Don Terry Poe. He just wasn't for the system. I think he was getting he was getting rolled out of there. And I know as an offensive lineman, I know that's what you look at. You look at those guys inside, understanding, hey man, if you're playing a three-four scheme, you gotta allow Vander Esch to, to to run and do some of the things that he's able to do. And I do think I, I agree with you. In the last two weeks, the scheme has looked to fit the personnel a little better. Uh, with them taking uh, Gallimore and putting him down inside and being able to beef up a little bit and those guys that are playing two gaps. Nate, let me ask you this. Talking with Nate Newton, six-time Pro Bowler, the Dallas Cowboys. Nate, when you when you think about uh, what's going on with the Cowboys, they're, they're a two-win football team. We hear all the time. We get people calling us all the time and, you know, talking about tanking, talking about, well, are they going to tank the season? I want you to tell our listeners as a player, because I know you've been on Super Bowl teams and you've also been on teams that weren't very good with the Cowboys. Tell them how a a player's mentality is when you go into a game knowing you got something to accomplish. I'm going to tell you from this point first, I was a free agent. I was one of those guys that was the guys that they talk about, the 52nd guy, the 49th guy. I'm I'm that guy that you're talking about churning the roster to make better. I can't ever think about tanking. I put too much into the game. I play too hard. I prepare during the week. Talking about tanking? Tanking for who? Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get that's going to just come in in one year and turn this team around? This is a young team that needs to play and needs to needs to try to win as many games as they can because if you develop that loser's mentality talking about tanking, that means your coach is going to have to back off in their preparation. That means the scouts going to have to back off in their preparation and your whole organization stinks for years and years and years. You don't even get a chance to be mediocre. Ask Detroit. Ask Cleveland about tanking. It, it, it costs you. It costs you too much. You go to Philadelphia 76ers. The basketball team, the greater talent as they had, they have, they've been tanking for so many years, but now they're fighting out of that tanking situation with great players. Tanking, man, don't even make me cuss. Don't even make me cuss, Stretch. <laughs> hey, Nate, Garrett Ross here. When you look at the NFC East and you look at what it was when you're, and during your time when you were playing to what it is now, how frustrating is that? And do you think the Cowboys actually have a chance to still win this thing? You know, I, I don't know what can happen. At first, I laughed five or six weeks ago, and everybody talked so bad about the East. Now, I don't know what to think. I really don't know what to think. I think I, I know one thing. I used to laugh at other divisions when I played at the Cowboys. We was in our prime. I used to be like, yeah, we finna play the local drugstore. They got every every medication we need. We need to fix the run. They got it. They need to fix the pass. They got it. Now, the whole NFC East is like a big 
Walmart drugstore. It's like anybody needs fixing, call it the East, and here we come. We'll lay down and let you run over. And you talking to Nate Newton again, the six-time All-Pro guard of the Dallas Cowboys. And Nate, I, I I can't thank you enough for coming on here with us. Now, I have tried to tell our listeners multiple times because I hear that all the time. I hear that tanking, and it is so good to hear a fresh voice come on here. And I, I, I know exactly what you're coming from, and I know exactly where you're coming from when you say that. That, that shouldn't even be entered into the conversation. But I'm going to ask you one more question, and I'm going to let you go because I know how busy you are on Friday afternoons and all the things that you put together. Nate, is Dak Prescott, in your mind, is he the quarterback to take this football team to the next level? Yes, he is. This kid has done nothing but grown to the point where you see without him, even we had a banged-up, beat-up offensive line, we can make some things happen. The only issue we have, stretch. And you probably need to re-sign his, go out and get us some dogs on defense. <laughs> get us some real hound dogs that hunt, baby. <laughs> you heard it right there, Gary. You hear him, that's Nate Newton. He'll give you. I hear he'll, that. He'll, he'll, he'll give you the bark every once in a while, too. Hey, Nate, <laughs> I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you jumping on here with us, brother. No, I love you. Hope your family's doing well. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the rest of yours. Hey, man, be COVID safe, man. God bless all of y'all. Thank you, Nate. There goes Nate Newton.